fighting and scrapping the phone lines since we got here this morning at about 7.30, which is what the equivalent of 6.30, I think it was, with the daylight saving thing. So if you wonder why we're rambling away and sound half asleep, that's because both of us actually are. First thing that we asked Mike about, finally we got him on WhatsApp, trying to just get a phone line through to where he was, Abu Dhabi, just seemed impossible. The time zones, though, that they that the whole crew are having to readjust to before this fight. Yeah, the time zone's been a challenge. It still is uh, a bit of a challenge. What we've done is we've gone to bed at... Uh, around uh, between 1 and 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and we've risen at midnight every night. Um, and, you know, uh, then we've begun our training at the same times that we fight, which is uh, sort of 4 a.m., 5.30, um, 6.45 and, and 8 a.m. So it's been a, been a, an acclimatisation period, if, if you like. Uh, certainly a, a different camp from the one we'd normally have, but, uh, you know, you've got to do these things, so you've got to leave no stone unturned. So I don't know whether you knew that at all, but, you know, trying to adjust to that. Going to sleep at two in the afternoon, that's easy to do, isn't it? Waking up at midnight. He, say, he sounds it, though, doesn't he? You can sort of feel the struggle in his voice. The COVID restrictions. Yeah, in terms of uh, COVID, we have had to uh, undertake uh, three separate tests, um, plus another uh, couple of tests in Vegas as well. So it's been a two-week process, um, you know, and everything is, is really buttoned down here. Temperature checks on the daily, uh, doctors available. Um, you're not allowed to move around. Um, you know, we were quarantined for two days on our first arrival. So there's a lot of uh, restrictions around here, and it's a huge thing because if one person tests positive, uh, not only uh, are their health uh, potentially under threat, but, uh, you know, the whole team gets withdrawn. See, again, just remember that it is on Fight Island, OK? And so the only people that can be there are absolutely those in the close confines. So uh, really important that all of those protocols stringently applied. Finally, how is this fight going to go? In terms of uh, how, how the fight will go, um, it needs to be excellence and execution. No mistakes. Uh, Polo Costa, we know he he's going to come forward. He might try and add some different things into the mix, whether that's going for the takedown um, to try and use his his grappling, um, whether it's varying his attack a little bit more, perhaps going to the legs. Um, so we've got to anticipate that. But most of all, um, we just need to be razor sharp with what we do. Uh, slowly, um, not only make him miss, um, but uh, but also uh, not put him in positions where he's going to be in, in his element. We want to take him out of his element and put him into positions where uh, he's working to our strengths. Um, and you build like anything. You build over time, over the course of the fight. You inflict damage early, um, and, and you build on that as a foundation, and uh, hopefully we'll take the wind out of his sails. But uh, however the fight goes, um, whether it's you know a five-round war, whether it's dismantling him over five rounds, whether it comes with an early finish, um, we do have game plans for those things. And that's Mike Angover. And we spoke to Mike oh, literally within about 40, 40 minutes ago, something like that, just, just over the news. We're just trying to get that organised. We go to Mark Peard, former producer of the Radio Sport Breakfast, now runs his own sport thing called MPS Mark Peard Sports. Pedro, you just heard there from Mike Angove describing how he thinks the fight goes. You agree with that? Yeah, I, you know what disappoints me though, uh, Marty. And hello, um, it, it, Mike's way too calm. Like I'm a nervous sports watcher. <laughs> he's, just, he's too calm. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
there's so much on the line right now. The Auckland City kickboxing uh, reputation, Adesanya, our very own Adesanya with the title. He's just so calm. I'm nervous. Well, I suppose, you know, you've got to be, and this is the most impressive thing about watching these guys, because most people who ever think about a fight, it's a playground fight and it's all about emotion. You lose your temper. The moment you lose your temper in something like this, you probably lose, don't you? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and he is the right person to have around, uh, have there at the camp. If I was there, I'd be a mess, um, and there'd be nerves running through the entire camp. But it's going to be tough, and I think um, I was just bringing up Sky then to see if I could uh, order the fight rather than go the back door. And um, and um, that, their their lines are completely full. People are into it. People wow. want to order the fight. They want to see it. Um, and this is the same day where there's an NBA uh, Western Conference game on, and also. Obviously, the Ramfilly Shield's up for grabs. Well, not only that, but there's more motor racing. We've got two races, of course, out of the bend as well. You've got that. You've got Rugby League on because the Warriors play their last game at 5 o'clock as well. Now, the last time that I did this, I've just actually texted the kids and said, you better book this fight for the old man, um, was I think Mike Tyson was fighting. That's how long ago it was since I paid for anything to do with sport paired. And I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah, and amazing, and, isn't it? and I do remember at the time the lines were clogged as well. I'm glad. I tell you what impresses me, and this is something that I hope New Zealand sports fans can get their head around. And I keep saying, mate, regardless of whether you like the sport or not, when ESPN promo and advertise it, and their lead guy is our guy, I don't know in the world of sport does it get bigger than that? Absolutely not. I mean, ESPN's still worldwide leader in sport, and they're showing Israel Adesanya with a New Zealand and Nigerian flag behind him. Um, they keep on promoing uh, Shane Young, who unfortunately just got knocked out in the first round uh, on the belt. He, he, the, the first thing they do is they talk about the athletes, where they come from. And that's a great thing. Like I always look at the UFC and go, how can we learn from this if we were, say, making rugby our main sport and then producing it and sending it out around the world? Like I, We're not all full-time UFC fighters. A lot of people aren't, but they give you a quick prelim, 60 seconds on the fighter, where they came from, how they've got to where they are, so you instantly get some investment. You yes. don't need to know a lot about the yes. UFC. They're so tight with their promotions. It's really sharp. Everything on the TV you're watching is, is engaging. Um, we could learn so much from them. You've uh, been to as, the as big show nation. too. When it was here in Auckland, and when I say the big show, one of the things that Dana White is, has been adamant about right from the very start is making it just a, a whole experience. So when you go in, there's music pumping, there's lights going. It's a, it's a full-on noise. I, absolutely. I call it a hijacking. Your senses are hijacked straight away. Um, from the smell of the food to the, what's going on on the screen to what you can hear, every single sense is owned at that, at that moment by the UFC, and they make sure. And there's a science to it. It's not just playing Sweet Caroline as you walk into Eden Park. It's, you know, like there's, there's so much to it. It's an equation that every fan feels like they got every single dollar's worth because they were engaged in the product at the time. And it's, it's a leader. Uh, and how they do that. And there is so much we can learn from it. But the cool thing is, is you go on somewhere like Twitter, where a lot of people nowadays, when you're watching sport, you, you bring up your Twitter feed as well, just to see what everyone else is saying about the game. So you feel like you're watching it with mates. They might be virtual mates. You might not have mates. It makes you feel like you have mates when you're watching the game. But you look at the, you look at Twitter now, and there's very few tweets about a Ranfilly Shield game. There's very few tweets about anything other than the UFC, and they understand that. And so do the fighters, right? Each one of their athletes understand that if they have a great following online, then they're more likely to get success in the ring because they're going to be allowed to have the big fights. They understand it. And so they're going out there, and they're doing free marketing for the UFC when they're not even fighting. Right. So they're out there. They're using social media. They're building up the storylines behind the fights. And people get interested in it. And all the fans, you know, they get themselves into a tiff and they cannot wait for the fight day. And then all of a sudden you get um, Sky, you can't get through to book the fight because everyone's so into it. Um, And yeah, like I say, they just do it so well.
All right, finally then, when the Romero fight went on, and there's a feeling of great disappointment afterwards, as what, as what often happens when you build up to a big fight because of the contrasting styles, Israel can't get close to this guy. He's still got what we would traditionally call in boxing a height and reach advantage and has got to use it. Fair? Totally, yep. And, but I think what will be different in this, even though Costa said he won't, Costa's a younger fighter, someone who likes to come forward. He likes to dictate the pace. And Israel Adesanya is the opposite. He's the guy who likes to see them coming forward and counterpunch. So this makes for a really good matchup. This should be a really good spectacle to watch. And uh, without giving away too much, the TAB has a really good option at the moment. They're not even sponsoring me to say this. But at two bucks, you can either get... Uh, the fight to be ended by Costa, which could happen, or it's won by uh, Adesanya by decision, which means he's counterpunched the whole way through it and still wins the title. So that way you're covering both your, both both most uh, the options that were most likely to happen. MPS, so if people want to jump on what you're doing, it's just, it is what is the hashtag Mark Paired Sports or at Mark Paired Sports, and that's Mark with a C. Yep, Mark with a C. Jump on Facebook. We're um, we're, we're putting out vlogcasts, podcasts, and everything. We're uh, we're all over it. Mark Pedd, thank you so much for that. MPS it is. 2.31 then.